Hello, friends. Greetings. Good morning. Good evening. Happy walk if you're going on a walk. I don't know. Um, how are you doing? I haven't seen y'all or spoke with y'all in like over a month, which is crazy. The last time I recorded was like January 17th. And I'm recording now February 26th, the end of Black History Month. How is y'all's Black History Month for those that, you know, are Black? Mine's been pretty, pretty swell. I have yet to get any reparations from what I need and want. Like, I normally post on my social media. I normally post on my, like, Instagram, like, okay, like, it's almost the end of Black History Month. Like, which one of y'all gonna buy me, like, you know, a little coffee or a little, like, send me flowers like I normally get a, a little treat so I've yet to be treated like that yet um don't worry I'm gonna try to figure it out I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some. um but <laughs> I don't know how are y'all I don't know I haven't been in a mood to record to be completely honest because I really haven't had anything else to say um and this episode is also kind of geared towards why I've been kind of taking a break from the podcast also, like, these past three months are going to be crazy. Like, I'm about to end. I'm, like, halfway through my first year. No, I am halfway through my first year of grad school. Like, what the fuck? I'm almost done. Not, <laughs> just kidding. Um, Not at all. Mm, you got four more years, babes. But, um, sorry, my mom just texted me. She's a cutie. Um, I don't know. Like, it's about to be my first year done. And that's crazy. Like, throwback to when I thought I wasn't even going to do this shit. Um, or, like, I was going to start next year. Crazy. I don't know. I don't. I feel like I need to catch up with y'all before we, you know, dive into this episode today. Because, like, I need to. Um... So what have, what's the most recent thing that's been happening in my life? I turned 23. I am now, I'm a 23 year old grown ass woman. I'm 23. Um, that's fun. I've been told that the odd numbers are always the good numbers or always the good years. I don't know. I like so far, nothing too crazy. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, this whole episode's about like getting out of a negative slump or a depressive slump. So like, there has been some crazy things, but we're going to talk about that later. Um, yeah. Um, turn 23, my birthday was pretty okay. Like, I had a really, really good birthday dinner. As in, like, the food was bomb.com. So good. Like, so good. Maybe I'm gassing it, but, like, I love Italian food. And, like, I, like, Boston has, like really good Italian food because like majority of the people here are Italian so I went to this place in the north end and I got like this lobster ravioli dish it was it didn't hit when I was like on my birthday but the night after the day after I had leftovers were me and my sister had the same thing and we both texted each other like the day after we finished like our leftovers and was like that was the best shit I've ever had in my life now maybe I'm being dramatic because I'm dramatic as fuck but like that so good my drink there so good I got like this blueberry whatever very good and I celebrated it with like you know really good people in my life like I felt really loved on my birthday like on my you know the dinner was really just fun like it was fun nothing too crazy um I don't know I felt really loved and very celebrated I cried of course I cried so much yo Oh my gosh, I need to update y'all on that too. I cried so much on my, on that day. Happy tears and like some sad tears, but we'll talk about the sad tears too. Um, happy tears because like growth, I guess. <laughs> and happy tears was like also like my friend sent me the most like thoughtful messages on my birthday that it was just like, it warmed my little heart. And then um, I thought back about like my past, like the past like year of me being turning 22 and like all of those feelings settling in and like how much like me being like my 22 year old self 
was two bitches, like two totally different bitches, like two totally different bitches, two totally different bitches. I would say for the girlies that read bell hooks, that was my most self-realized moment. I'm going to continually be self-realized, but like that, that year was like when I started really exploring more about more parts of myself. Like I'm, I don't, there's this thing that like my, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that, but like I cried a lot. (laughs) Um, And then also on my birthday, somebody broke into my building and stole my birthday gift from my parents, broke in, ripped up all the packages in the packaging room, took my mom's gift and my birthday card. Like the fuck? That part is the weird part. Cause like there was no money in it. Like my mom did not send me money in, in the check. Like it wasn't like, there was not like, it was just, you know, as a girly that loves words of affirmation, it was just a nice thoughtful card. And those bitches took it. They took that shit. And their fat asses took the forever O'Shea's that were packed in the bag too. Like what? And then also stole the earrings. But you know, that's how I, that's literally how I woke up for on my birthday. Went into the packaging room saw that saw that all the packages were like ripped through i was like hmm this is weird and then like saw that my shit was taken but then like some of the stuff was there like my mom this also made me cry i cried cried um lol um she made me and i might like like cry like as i'm talking about this she made me like these like cookies in the shape of G's. At first, I didn't really see or notice it because I was still like taken back by like how people ripped through packages in the packaging room and took my gifts. And I didn't even know they took all my gifts till I FaceTimed my mom and I was like, hey, like this is what I got. And she's like, you didn't get this? You didn't get this? And I was like, no, girly, that shit's gone. They stole that. Um, but she literally made me cookies in the shape of G's because like, you know, my name is Gianna. It starts with a G. And <laughs> literally... I, 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 like, I'm still getting, like, that was, like, the most thoughtful, like, and, oh, I can't even express to you how sweet that was. She made them from scratch, first of all, made the icing from scratch, and, like, had different designs. I'm still, like, I'm, like, gonna, like, still tear up, like, different designs, and, like, different cookies with different, like, icing, like, one, she had, like, a marble green one and then she had like one that like the outline of the g was all like um with like sprinkles some shit like it was just really really like each cookie was just different and like my mom like called me like on the day of my birthday she was like yeah like you should share them with your friends i didn't share shit y'all i didn't share shit i shared them with my sister because she got ready with me she got my she like i shared them with my sister and then i shared them with two of my friends like also got kind of got ready with me as we were leaving for my birthday dinner. After that, I was like, every day throughout that whole entire week, I finished that box in a week. Every day, I was like, I'm gonna take these to lab and I'm gonna just like give them to, no, I didn't do that. Like, I didn't do that. And then I'm so sorry if my lab mates are listening to this. I was, but I was just like, I did not do that. Like, I did not do that. I should have though. Like, I was gonna bring them to lab or I was gonna bring them to, um my like um i'm in this group from one of my classes that's really difficult and we do homework together um i was gonna do it for that and bring them in for that i didn't do that i was like no like no like no like no like i just oh my gosh i was that was so sweet so that was my birthday um what else happened um i hated my birthday pictures but i still looked okay um i was like okay so i posted some of those those were fun um but like don't you always don't doesn't everybody hate their birthday pictures like doesn't everybody like be so for real like unless like you know you get them taken by a professional photographer then you love them but like i don't know my mermaid at best but like i still look cute you know what else um i went home during the Super Bowl, I'm from Philadelphia, and I don't want to talk about it. Um, it wasn't that big of a deal, to be honest. I'm not a big football girly. 
all right, I'm not, but I will root for my team, right? And the experience of the 2018 Super Bowl was an experience that was great for me in high school. And I wanted to have that again, and I didn't, and it's fine. I'm okay. It was fine. I've caught up with my friend from college. She goes to school in Philly. So that was really fun. Um, yeah, I'm going to see SZA in two days. I'm so excited. I am literally like so excited I could cry. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm so excited. I am so, I, I am more excited about this, obviously, than Taylor Swift. I got tickets for Taylor Swift and I got tickets for SZA. Didn't get tickets for Beyonce. Had my bank account said, bitch, no. And I couldn't deal with the stress of the Ticketmaster shit anymore. Like, it was too stressful. Like, I shouldn't, I low-key, like, high-key, I should not even gotten, yeah, I should not have even gotten the SZA tickets. Because, like, one, I wasn't even a verified fan when I bought them, I think. I don't think I was. But, like, I got them. Much more expensive than the Taylor Swift ones. Whatever. So my sister and I are going to see that. I am like, I've been seeing it all over my TikTok and I've been seeing so many reviews of the show and I'm so like, no one talk, text, anything. Like, I don't even want to record that. Like, I feel like I'm going to, like, I feel like this is going to be the concert of the year for me. Like, I really, I genuinely feel it. Cause like, she's performing hits. Like I, at first I was scared she was only going to perform SOS. No, I've been seeing videos of her performing 20 somethings. I've been 20 something. I've been seeing her record like doing like, Drew Barrymore, I've seen her like do like, oh, like, oh, I'm so, she's done Garden. She's done like, what's the song that I really like with Kendrick Lamar? Dubs in the Wind. Like, Dubs in the Wind is my favorite song by her. So, like, the fact that she's performing that and she's gonna be performing the album that literally was written for me to me, which is SOS, literally has des- literally described my whole entire 2000, like 2022. I'm so I'm so fucking hype, bro. Like I'm so hype. Like I'm I'm hype. I'm hype. So yeah, that's been a life update. Um I might go on a trip to for a conference maybe. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I got I got to figure that part out. Um got to get the funding right. Um <laughs> So that would be fun. Research is doing well, like research is well. I'm really excited about the summer. I'm so excited about the summer. Research wise and like just like exploring wise, like last summer was such a good summer for me. And like I, like I said, now I'm loving, like I think I've said this in podcasts before, like I love summer now. Like, yeah, I'm used to be a fall girly, but like now you know, seasonal depression really took that shit out of me. Took that sh- took that love of fall out of me, bro. I don't fuck with fall no more. I love summer. I love it. And I don't know what the hell was wrong with me for me not to love it. Me and my best friend might move together to I don't know where yet. We're still figuring that part out. And spend the summer together. And I'm so excited because I love her and I miss her a lot. And I don't know. I'm going to work from home, do some research from home. So happy I'm not a wet lab lab researcher because if I was, I could not have the opportunity that is this potential opportunity. So I don't know. I'm excited. I'm hyped for the summertime. So let's get into today's episode. Um, as you can tell, I only talked about the highs. Um, but um. To be fucking for real, I I wouldn't say I've been depressed, but I haven't been feeling myself um, for the past month. And I would say that's kind of part of why I haven't recorded. And it's also like these past three semesters, this past three months and like continuing on like this part of school right now is really like not a lot, but I'm taking two classes and the classes are difficult but I'm learning so much, like haven't been this academically stimulated probably since, I don't even know, like literally maybe first year of college. I don't know. I'm learning so much, but 
damn um school's hard it's like damn like the intellectually rigorous institution that i decided to go to is actually intellectually rigorous and hard it's like that's weird um so yeah let's just talk about let's talk about this let's talk about all of the feelings okay let's talk about all the feelings okay so i would say the slump like i said we're gonna define this not as i wouldn't say the slump was like a depressive episode i would say it was just the slump because i know my depressive episodes baby i know my depressive episodes um don't we all um and i wouldn't say it was that because it was a different feeling it was like it started obviously like i have i suffer from the birthday blues like all the hot girlies that get sad or cry on their birthday i also do that um and it was feelings of you know happiness but also feelings of like sadness and with happiness and like a sense of like wow i'm like i grew so much and then like the sadness part was like grieving my past selves and grieving my old self and apparently this whole grieving process is like so long and it's gonna continually happen and that's fine i guess but like damn um just wish i was just like fine with you know damn like shit like just be okay um <laughs> i don't know um I don't know if that made sense, but to me, it made sense. Um, And like, you know, I suffered with, you know, the little birthday blues. I thought about a lot of my, I missed how I celebrated my birthdays in DC. Like I missed like, like I missed my best friend a lot. I wanted to go home for my birthday specifically and like just celebrate it with my family. Like, I don't know. Like I was just like, not in the mood to celebrate it like i genuinely was not like my little sister throughout the like throughout winter break was like are you excited for your birthday like what do you think you're gonna wear like where do you think you're gonna go where do you want i was like shut up like literally no like i don't want to even discuss any of this because it stressed me out um it just stressed me out um and i feel like for a lot of people it stresses them out and i feel like next birthday i decided that i'm either going to the caribbean or going home um or maybe i will have i would not say i'm not saying my birthday was shitty like it was a very good dinner like the dinner like i said was bomb.com the clubbing part was like okay um because clubs in boston are weird and ass and i feel like i did not put my foot down in like ways of like saying like where I want to go and like all that other stuff. And like, I also came in with like no expectations for me to like not be disappointed. And I feel like that was kind of a good way of thinking um, for the for the pregame of the birthday. Like the pregame of the birthday was like going to the club, like celebrating that way, doing all that, um, you know, all those things. Um, and I just didn't go to the club because um, like everything was so expensive and like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It was fine. Um, but like I said, I feel like majority throughout the week, throughout the week is when my slump started. Cause like I was, you know, sad about getting older and like sad about like, I feel like getting older is not like not getting older in the sense of like, ew, I'm getting older, but like, I'm getting like, sometimes I just wanted to just like, I feel like my feelings were like, damn, I kind of just want to be like, I'm going to say it. Like, I just wanted to be, like, home and celebrating the way that I used to celebrate it when I was a kid. Like, I don't know. Like, is that a bad thing? Like, sometimes I just wanted to be, like, I don't know. Like, I, I felt like um, birthdays for 20-somethings is, like, you have to shake ass. You got to go to the club. You got to get fucked up. And I didn't want to do all that. I really didn't. I really didn't. I kind of just wanted to go home and my mom baked me a nice little birthday cake and we sing around the birth we sing around the cake and I have a silly little drink at a silly little restaurant downtown with my parents and my dad does like 
this thing where he like records us and he like talks about all of the things that we did and learned about ourselves during the year of 2020, like during our year of being 20, all the things that we've accomplished as the past year. Like if I'm turning 23, like what did you learn when you were 22? Like that shit, like I wanted to do that. But like, I felt pressure to shake ass and throw ass. And like, I didn't shake ass and throw ass cause like we didn't find a club. Next year I will probably either shake ass, throw ass in a place that's warm or I will go home. Um, that's like the two options for me. But like I said, I had a really good dinner and I had a really good time and I really valued and like loved all the things and all the people that came and celebrated me. I felt celebrated. Like I said, I cried a lot, happy and good tears. Um, so yeah, that was like the first feelings of the slump. Um, and like I said, not depressed, but like not feeling myself. Okay. Um, and I feel like other feelings that I had was like, and I still have this feeling and it's a different, fe- and I would not say it's imposter syndrome because I don't really suffer from imposter syndrome anymore. I would say it was an overwhelming feeling of fuck, I'm gonna be here for five years and shit. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I fit in. And I've been feeling this way for the past three months, two-ish months, kind of, month, maybe. Um, really been feeling it more often, more often than normal um, of like not feeling like I fit in and not feeling like, not saying it in the imposter syndrome way of like, I don't feel like I fit in here. Like everybody here is smarter than me. And no, 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 like I feel like I, I God said that I'm supposed to be here and like, I'm like, he says that you got the brains for it. So bitch, just do it. Like fake it till you make it like that, that mindset for me, like that's not the imposter syndrome that I feel like I'm struggling with. Like I believe that God put me in the situation for this reason and put me here for this reason. And like, even though sometimes I don't understand why, and then some days I do know why. And then some days I don't know why it's not ever basted, basted. Is that a word? Rooted in a mindset of like not being quote unquote smart enough or being quote unquote like cool enough or any of that. Like it's like a different feeling of I'm in a PhD program and I do not assimilate into the aesthetics of academia and I show up as my full authentic self when I step into any room that I like walk in as a black woman. And I feel like sometimes I am not taken seriously until I do what is expected of me as a quote unquote academic. And that's annoying. I don't know if that's too much, but it's how I've been feeling. And the feeling of me being here for five years is really like, ah, you know? And I'm not saying I hate Boston, but I'm not saying that it's the best best city ever. It's a beautiful city. And I'm loving, I'm loving the independence and the work I'm doing so much and the people I'm meeting and the experiences I'm making. But then I sometimes sit with myself and I'm like, I'm gonna be here for a long time. And not too long, but like long. And so many things can happen between a span of five years. Like I can get a partner. I could like quit this program. I could like move somewhere different and new. I could have a whole new research shift. I could have like a whole new, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even want to say the other options that I have because that's, I'm not doing that. But um, I could like, like I said, like I could, so many things. Like I could be planning buying a house, you know? I don't know, buying a house with someone and thinking about like, I don't know, so many things can happen five years, like just so many. And I remember when I was home, cause I went home 
during the Super Bowl. And I said that I went home for the Super Bowl, quote unquote, but I really did go home because I just needed to go home. Like after my birthday, I was like, I want to go home. Like I just, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go around what I know, what is, what I know, what is normal, what is routine, what I just know, you know? And I feel like going to a place new sometimes, and I and I wouldn't say I'm new here. I've only been here, what? It's February, I moved here in September. I don't have time to count, but a minute. Um, it's probably easy math, but I don't wanna do it right now. Um, <laughs> um, like I said, I, I don't feel like I'm rooted here yet. I'm not like stable here yet. I'm not like have a routine here yet. Yeah, I kind of quote unquote have a routine. I go to class, I do research, I go to sleep. I like do things for myself and like I like have my little solo dates and everything, but like there's so many other things, like, like I'm still new here. Like I'm still very new here. And like, I wanted to go home because that's what I knew. And that's what I just like knew. I don't know. And I don't even know where I was going with that, but I don't even know what we're talking about. Um, I think we were talking about my birthday and how I just wanted to go home. And then I was like, yeah, I want to go home really badly. Like I said, like, I just wanted to be rooted in what I know. And I don't know where I was going with that. Honestly, I'm so upset. Damn. Whatever. What? I do know what I was thinking, what before I was talking about, I was talking about how I feel like I, since I choose not to assimilate into quote unquote academic culture or the academic aesthetic of what a quote unquote PhD student looks like or what like an academic looks like. And since I show up as my full self, I don't feel like I'm taken seriously or I don't feel like I'm like, I wouldn't say people are like, oh, that girl won't last, but I feel like it's like, it's a feeling of like, damn, like if I, if I show my fullest self, I also got to like work 10 times as hard to prove why I'm doing the reason, doing the shit that I'm doing. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like sometimes right now, like I say, like, I don't even say that I'm a, like a, I'm, I'm like doing, like, I don't even say like, when people ask me, oh, like you're in grad school, like, yeah, I'm a grad student, whatever, whatever. I don't say like, I'm a PhD student doing, like, I'm not that girly. Cause I just don't want to be defined in that. Cause I'm much more than that, you know? And I don't want to base my whole identity around that, you know? So I feel like when I show up, like when I show up in those spaces, I'm not saying that like I'm showing up in like, when I show up in those spaces, I show up as my fullest self. I make jokes, I crack jokes. I'm funny, I'm witty. I'm not like serious all the fucking time. And I'm not saying all people here are serious all the time, but I will not talk about research all the time. Like I, like when I tell you y'all, like <sighs> when I tell you y'all, when I have to pull that side out of me, I don't think it's me speaking. Like, I'm being so for real. I don't know if that makes sense. But like, like I said, for me to feel like I'm, for me to feel like I'm being taken seriously in this space, I feel like I need to like, like if I show up as authentic as I am, I gotta prove, after that I gotta like, prove why I deserve to be here and like, that's annoying. Like, that's annoying. And, you know, sometimes when I have to pull out that like research side of me in like doing like speaking in the way that is right sometimes, and I'm not saying like I do that all the time, but like when I do, do do that, I'm, I always like, like an hour might go by and I'm back to like, you know, like, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like if I'm talking to like an academic or a researcher or somebody that's like, much more you know knowledgeable than me i'm not gonna and i like show that like um like my interest in research and like all that other stuff and i'm like shit like fuck like that was me i said all that shit like damn shit i sounded smart as hell and that was honestly god in the room personally like i genuinely feel that every time that side of me comes out i'm like shit like you know your shit for real like damn 
that's kind of cool. Like, for example, like really cool, really, 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 really cool researcher came in and did this talk and I had the op- the ability or opportunity, that's the better word, opportunity to like speak with her and talk with her. And when I tell you, like, I don't know what I said after that, but like what I was saying in that meeting, but like, or during that, like when we were having lunch, but I was like, source and shit, sight and shit that I just was like, I was like, damn, damn, bitch. Like, damn, okay. Like, okay, you kind of sound kind of smart for real. Like, okay. And I'm not saying I don't think I'm smart. I know I'm smart, but like when those parts of me pop out, I'm like, I feel like that's either me proving myself and like saying like, okay, I can like kiki key and ha 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 and kiki key, but I can also like dish shit out too. And like, I hate that I have to do that sometimes. And like, there was like, there's this, I follow a lot of like non, what's the word? Non, um, I don't know what the word, I literally saw the top of my tongue. Non, like, like they're academics, but they're not like, I don't know what's the word. I literally forget the word. I don't, like, why am I forgetting the word? Code switching, right. I follow non-code switching people on TikTok that are like doing the same exact work that I'm doing, kind of, and it's really refreshing to see that there are people like me that are like not, you know, I hate code switching. I don't code switch. I hate it. I think it's gross. And I think it's a form of, you know, it's a form of literal, like, white supremacy. So, you know, I choose not to do it. So I don't know. Where I'm going with this. But the feelings that I had (laughs) was the feelings of not fitting into my program and the feelings of why was like not imposter syndrome, but just due to my inability to not assimilate and not code switch, I feel like, or have continued kind of feel like since I don't fit into like, you know, the academic aesthetic and I show up as my authentic self that I'm not taken seriously until I put in the work and show and like have to prove why I have to do that or until I do what is expected. And that's annoying. And like I said, when I had that talk with that really cool person, I wouldn't say I was code switching because I was still showing my true authentic self in the room because I was passionate. And that's where like my authenticity like showed itself, you know? I don't know, it's just like weird and annoying. So that was a slump and I'm still going through that slump. (laughs) Sorry, that was a long like winded spiel, but you know, yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about when talking about slumps and reviving a slump is the romanticization and how much we romanticize the idea of the after effect of getting out of a depressive episode or getting out of a negative feeling, bad week kind of thing. We romanticize the after effects instead of like the current feelings. And like, that's why I'm still saying like, and I'm gonna continue to say like, I'm still here, I'm still doing it. Um, I'm still living, I'm still in it. I'm still in that. Um, and I don't know. Like I said, doing better than before. And I feel like it was also because I went home. And, you know, not for, in like, you know, some for some people like just going home and like catching a flight back home when you're feeling depressed or sad or not feeling yourself is not really accessible for everybody. Like that shit's expensive. And like, you can't plan when you're gonna have a depressive episode. Like, you know, like, so I understand the the privilege that I have for me to even be in the situation of just being like, you know what, I'm not feeling myself right now. I'm going, I'm calling a flight home. Thankfully the flights were cheap, but I'm calling a flight home before this shit becomes debilitating. Um, I recognize that. I recognize that. 
So now I want to talk about how I revamp, <laughs> revive, and try my best to, and how I, like, how I have and how I'm currently trying my best to get out of this little, this little slump, this little weird feeling of mine. Okay, y'all, side note. Um, my friend got me the Bath and Body Works stress relief, like eucalyptus candle, but it's one of those high intensity candles from Bath and Body Works. They are no joke. I just had to blow it out. It was really good. It's, damn, like, that candle says, you stress, bitch? <laughs> like, it's so strong. It's so strong, but it was really good. Recommend, but I recommend. Just, like, the high-intensity candles are strong, so just bear that in mind. Um, so, yeah, I just had to blow that out. Um, okay, before... Um, so now I want to talk about, you know, the revamping, the reviving era, our reputation era, out of... Uh, um, you know, getting out of these feelings. Um, and yeah, let's talk about them. I'm trying to pull up my notes because I kind of had notes about this. Where are they? Okay. So the first thing that I did, and this is not for everybody, and you can skip this if you want to. Um, yeah, you can skip this if you want to. Um, but I'm Christian. So the one thing that I do is that I when I notice that I'm not really doing my best or feeling my best, I fast. And fasting is not for everybody because, you know, trigger warning for people that have like hard relationships with food, like skip this whole section if you want. Um, like for some people that like fasting might not be a great, like great thing for people that have like bad relationships with like, food um because like it could maybe trigger like you know feelings of like maybe like getting an eating disorder or any of those things and i don't want to just like promote it just to promote it also for people that are christian and like want to understand like the ideas of fasting it doesn't have to be just food um like i have fasted the times where i have fasted have been my honestly my best grace humbling periods in my life honestly like i fasted a lot in college i haven't fasted i last time i fasted was like a week ago or two weeks ago and before that was like a year and a half ago maybe two years ago maybe um and the times and i was listening to a good sermon from my pastor now who currently was like what if we fasted not just for the idea of like getting something out of God, but like, just because we wanted to fast and be with him. And like I said, my relationship with God has not been the, like, I haven't been as intimate or close with him in a minute when it comes to like my devotional time or like my journaling time or like me, you know, reading my Bible. Like I'm trying to get more into that spirit and I haven't. Um, so I fasted like the beginning of February. Um, I did, like I said, not for everybody. I did intermediate fasting for a week. So it's not like anything too serious. Um, I did intermediate fasting. I fasted also social media. I fasted, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up in my journal. Let me pull it up. My journal got all wet because I painted my nails a few days ago and I needed to take off my acrylics and all the acetone spilled everywhere and got in my journal. So that was cool. Loved that for me. So the things that I, so I'm like trying to understand my journal from like a very wet ink everywhere page right now, but we're gonna read it the best I could. So like I did, like I said, I did intermediate fasting. I did social media. Um, I did alcohol. And then I did junk food. The one that I feel like I struggled the most with, specifically, was social media. 
and the junk food. The food wasn't that bad because I don't do the Daniel Fest. I don't think I have it in me. Like for the people that can, props to you. I Props to you. I The intermediate fasting works for me. And if you want to know what that is, it's like, just look it up. I don't even want to like even talk about it for, I just like, it's just basically you fast up until like 12 p.m., like 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then you eat from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Then you fast from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Then you eat from 8 p.m. to 12. So it's just an easier, like easier ability. Um, and like I said, fasting's not for everybody. And you don't have to just fast food. So that was one way. And like with my fasting, I made sure I was like being intentional with like God and also speaking, praying with him when I'm having like struggles or like it allowed me to like do, I did a lot more devotional time with him. And like, I definitely felt more quote unquote at peace. So that was one way I revamped. Um, not for everybody, but works for me. The second thing was I worked out. And I've been working out a lot, y'all. Like, I I am so proud of myself. Like, come on. Come on. Like I said, I did, I'm doing workout classes at my school. Um, I talked about this in the last episode. And I am doing Pilates, Soul Cycle, and like, I would say it's kind of like a bar class, but it's not a bar class. It's like a, uh, it's like a weightlifting, not weightlifting. It's not really weightlifting. It's just like a, it's called thigh, abs, and booty class. And it works on your like ass and abs and thighs. Um, all in one workout. And it's been really nice. And like, I've been trying to practice, like do other workouts. Like they have like a boxing one that I might go to this week. They have like um, bar classes. Cause I really want to like get into bar. Cause like I used to do ballet. And when I say I used to do ballet, I did ballet when I was fucking like four five so like was i doing ballet or was i just twirling around in a pink dress like be so real but i don't know i really loved it and my kids are doing ballet and i wanted to do ballet and like just take a ballet class in general but like i've been too busy so if i'll do a bar thing and see how i feel about it and then maybe during the summer do something i don't know that's not the point but i've really been liking workout classes and it's been really helpful and it's been really like it's my i've have had a really good relationship with it with discipline and i'm having a better relationship with like how i work out and not doing it for an aesthetic or like how i want my body to look but just like how i feel and i just like i genuinely love class like i love the classes they're fun my workout instructors are fun it's only 50 dollars for a semester for a whole subscription for like a month not a month like the semester, the fuck. And I don't know, I've been loving it so far. Loving it. So I also, yesterday I went to um, Lululemon because I said to myself, I was like, if you stick with this for a month, you can get, you're gonna, you're gonna like reward yourself with like Lululemon, like a Lululemon set or whatever. And then I saw those prices and I said, bitch, you already spent too much money at Sephora. Sit your ass down. I might go for real. Like I might buy a set for real, but not right now. So I went to TJ Maxx this morning and I got a better, cheaper set. That cost the price of one pair of leggings. So I think I won. I won, but I still do want those sets. Those literally those leggings slipped on like butter. But did they slip on like butter, or is that what the instructor, what the salesperson said to me when I was there? You know what I mean? Very good though. Very, very good. Um, so working out. Not to be that bitch. Like I'm not to be that bitch, but it has helped a lot. Okay. The second thing that's more like, you know, eh, shut up, bitch. But like grounding myself with my family, my friends. <laughs> I've been calling a lot of my like friends and a lot of my family a lot more recently. Um, not to just talk about like how I like how I'm feeling, but just to talk. Like genuinely like Kiki, joke, joke, joke. Like, 
like I said, I went home not for the Super Bowl because because I was sad and missed home, you know? And like, I wanted a routine and I wanted to ground myself in what I know, you know? And that has helped me a lot. Um, I don't know, community. <laughs> I don't know. I call my friend like literally mostly every day. And we just literally just talk about dumb shit, like literally the dumbest shit. And I don't know, those calls really be helping me when I'm like, like I said, feeling the feelings of like not fitting in or not feeling like I fit in and you know, all those shit, you know, the, all that weird shit, you know, like <laughs> all that weird shit that don't need to be happening, all the shit that don't, that just not that serious. Another thing that I've been saying and has been my mantra for the past, what, since like, honestly, since the beginning of this year, like literally the beginning of this year has been, and say this with me, whenever I feel like I'm getting either overwhelmed, anxious, I don't know, like doing too fucking much. Um, I say this and I'm like, you know what? It's not that fucking serious. Nothing is ever that serious. Like literally nothing is ever that serious. Nothing is ever that serious. And I'm gonna tell you in the ways that I've used it. So for example, I'm in this really difficult, I wouldn't say it's really difficult now. It is kind of difficult. We'll see when it comes to the exam. All right, we'll see when it comes to that fucking exam. But right now it's not that bad. I'm in this like machine learning class right now and um the homeworks are really hard that they're like impossible to do by yourself so i sometimes you know ask my friends from past like from school like other schools and just like for like going to office hours and shit like that um and i remember i had therapy on the same during the same exact time as my office hours and i was literally willing to skip therapy to go to these office hours for an assignment that was due in a few days. And I was like, to myself, I was like, bitch, now, bitch, you know you need to go to therapy. Now, you know you need to gonna go. And you know one thing that is not that fucking serious. So I went and it was a better option. It was a better option. Um, It was a better option. So like, say this with me, whenever you're feeling those feelings of like, ah, I'm overwhelmed or ah, I'm anxious or, I don't know, ah, I don't know, like, ah, I don't know. You're just taking shit too seriously. Like you literally just be like, it's not that fucking serious. It's not that fucking serious. The only thing that matters genuinely is my mental health at this point. Like literally that's the only thing that matters. Mental health and my family and my friends and my relationship with God. Like that's like the only three, those are the three things that matter to me. Point blank period. It's not no school. It's not, no, it's not, no, it's not a research assignment. It's not homework. It's not summer plans. It's not how I can market myself as the best person in this field. As No, it's none of that shit. It's literally none of that shit. It's just not, because it's not that serious. So that has been my saying and grounding myself in the state of like, it's not that serious. This feeling will pass. You will feel better if you let the feeling pass and not act on the feeling rather than act on the feeling and regret your decision. Um, and like I said, this is when journaling comes in. I be journaling, journaling, reading people for Phil. <laughs> Sometimes, but not. When I'm feeling like angry or mad or sad or even happy sometimes. And sometimes I'll be like, I was talking to my best friend and I was like, you ever read through your journals and be like, bam, bitch, it was never that serious. Like shit, like it was never that serious. Um, journaling has helped me a lot with not acting on my feelings sometimes. And I recommend it for anybody and everybody. Anybody and everybody. Cause like I said, sometimes it's just not that fucking serious. Um, another thing has helped me in this, like, ew, Gianna, like, shut up. Walks. <laughs> I've been going on a lot of walks. Yeah, it's cold as shit in Boston, Massachusetts right now. But on Saturdays, like, Saturdays are my days where I don't work. I don't do anything. Like, I literally just, 
either hang out with myself or see my sister or see one of my friends or like FaceTime a friend. Like I don't do shit on the Saturdays. Cause it's like I said, it's never that serious. Like it's never that serious, you know? And yeah, I would say walking, I go on like this little walk around like the Esplanade and like walk over the bridge, like the Harvard bridge and like, like walk around like other campuses and shit like that. Like it's fun. That's fun for me. It's like really, and when it gets warmer out, I'm so excited. I'm really hoping that Boston starts warming up soon because I love biking here and I want to start biking more. And biking is like my num like that's my fave thing ever. Like I literally love biking. I'm hoping when I come home for spring break, it's warm so I can bike. I love it. It's fun. It's my thing. It's cute. It's fun. It's fun. It's fine. I love it. So walks have been really fun. Um, the next one is being intentional with the people around me um, and being more open. We're still working on this one. <laughs> we are still working on this one. Um, I've been going on dates recently and hating it. <laughs> I have been hating it. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not, like I said, it's never that serious. I'm not dating for nothing serious. I'm dating for shits and giggles. So it's like not that bad, but I have been dating and not taking shit so seriously yet, even though apparently people I've been dating going on dates with are taking it seriously, taking it too seriously. Um, being intentional with the people around me that I'm, and when I mean, like, if I go on a date, like, I'm showing up as my full self and I'm not like putting on a facade or putting on a face or putting on like the cute, fun, cool girl, bitch, weird shit. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm showing up as my full self, you know? And being intentional with that. And if people that I am meeting either platonically or romantically right now deserve to have the ability to see me more openly or I have the ability to like, I'm not trying to say like, I'm that bitch. Like you might, like some of y'all don't get all the full access of me in my vulnerability. Like, I'm not trying to say that, but like sometimes like not be for everybody. Um, that's my thing right now. And I don't know if that's my revamp era, but that's something that I'm learning. And like, I don't know, like I'm kind of loving it. Um, <laughs> and giving people parts of myself in a more vulnerable way and being more open, but making sure I am being in giving it to the right people and being intentional with who I give it to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of my revamp. I get, that's not even a revamp. That's just a thought that I've had during my revamp. Whatever. Reading. I'm trying to read more and I have been failing at it. One of my things during the month of February, I had like five rules for February because I love Valentine's Day and I love the month of February. And the things that were on my list was like watch Valentine's Day, which is like the best rom-com ever created. Um, did that, create, do a passion project, try a new workout class, give a Valentine to a fam friend or a family, plan a Valentine's Day party, finish books. And I did not do that. And I have like, what, two more days left of this month. And like, I don't think I'm going to finish that book. I'm reading Talking Back by Bell Hooks. And like, I'm like maybe two chapters done. And I really wanted to read three books three finish three books so I can get one new book and I have yet to do that um because I read slow dyslexia um but you know it's fine it's fine that's okay um go on three dates I went on two um and watch two rom-coms a week I did watch kind of rom -com. like I've been pretty I consider the Mindy Project, a rom-com. And I feel like I've been watching that a lot. So we're going to throw that in there and bake something new. I have not do that, done that. We have two more days to do that. Don't worry. I will do it. Um, did I bake something? I did not. I did not. But that's okay. Whatever. 
we'll bake some soon. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so that was, you know, the reading thing. I haven't read, but that was one of the things. Get off social media. I'm currently doing that now. It's Lent. And I think what I'm going to give up for Lent is Instagram because, like, it's a shitty app. And, like, I've always been hating Instagram. That's kind of, like, one of the main things that I normally give up. And some other things that I'm personally giving up, but I'm not going to talk about that on the podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I have learned or trying to, you know, oh, meditation was another thing that I've been doing a lot recently. Um, my school has a headspace for free and I use headspace two days ago, a few days ago when I was having a weird shitty morning. Um, I woke up late and basically felt like I was running, I was behind on everything and that the world hated me. Um, you know, the funny anxious feelings um, because I was running late and like I was just behind on everything and school was hard and I didn't finish parts of my homework that was due in like four days. Like I had time to finish it. Like I, I still finished the assignment, you know, but I was like stressed out about that. And like, I was like, you know, but it was another feeling. I was like, like, I didn't feel like I was as present in my lab, like in my lab meetings, my research was like, that week was not really researching that week, like a lot of shitty feelings that day. Um, And after, and all of that happened, literally, want to know something funny about that? All that happened in the morning. That wasn't like throughout the whole entire day. That was from 10 a.m. to like 12 p.m. like afternoon. And when I tell you after that, I was like, I said my grounding mantra that I'm saying, it's never that, it's never that fucking serious. I went home. I like turned on my, like I downloaded Headspace, created an account and did my meditation as I was doing my makeup and like makeup has been one of my new things right now that has really helped me. Like, I don't know, has been kind of grounding low key. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I love doing my makeup right now. So like, I'm going to just, I don't know. I'm learning new things. I'm buying new things. It hurts my bank account, but that's fine. And yeah, that's been helping a lot. So that was the one thing. Um, the meditation. And then the other thing that kind of goes in part with that one was like literally understanding that it's a bad day, but it's not going to like, not be so dramatic about it, that it ruins the whole entire fucking day. Like, like, just don't. (laughs) Cause it's never that serious. Like it's literally never that serious for one thing to fuck up everything, you know? Like it's never that fucking serious. And like, I feel like once a week I have a shitty day. And when I mean a quote unquote shitty day, it's like I wake up late and like, I feel like I'm behind. And then I'm like, girl, like, can we not follow the cogs of capitalism? And like, not like, just because you like woke up at 10 PM doesn't mean like you're a fucking loser. Like, can you just like not think that way and like not be rooted in productivity all the fucking time? Like, I feel like that's what we're trying to unlearn. Okay, listen, we're trying to unlearn that, but I don't know. Literally understanding it's like, it's a bad day, but like, don't let one shitty thing fuck up like every like shitty thing. Um, But yeah, I feel like that was majority of today's episode. I asked y'all on the social, on the socials, how y'all, you know, get out of your slumps, your little, your little weird thoughts. Um, and some of y'all answered, so let's read them. So the first thing that my beautiful, beautiful friend said that I miss them extremely much. They said, is that a word? Is that how you say that? It's okay. A lot is I miss them a lot. Was dressing better and they know how to dress y'all. So yeah, dressing better that get, I get that only good music. Yes. And let's talk about that journaling more often, walks outside and calling family. I really resonate with the only good music part because listen, like times in, 
listening to sad girl music all the time. I like sad girl music. Listen, I love me some Phoebe Bridgers, some SZA, some, what's some other sad girl, Taylor Swift. I love all of that. But if you're like really listening to that too much, you're going to feel shitty. Like you're just going to feel shitty. Like you're just going to feel shitty. And I feel like that's one thing I'm trying to also try to get out of, of just like, like I said, I love the SOS album, but like, girl, like it's sad. Like that shit is sad, but it's also really nice. Like it's also really good. Like Conceited is a good, happy song. SOS is a really good, happy song. It's another happy song. Forgivelessness is a happy song if you listen to it right. Um, What's the other one? Smoking on My X-Pack is a good, positive, upbeat song. I think, I don't know, it's a good song. I don't fuck, I don't, it's good for me. I don't know. It's good, it gets me where I need to go. Um, so it's like, not a horrible, sad album like Control. Control is like, not Control is not a horrible album, but it is sad as shit. And I don't know, only listening to good music sometimes can help. And I resonate with that, yeah. I get that, yeah, that tracks. Um, but sometimes it's hard because like sometimes when you're sad, you just want to listen to sad music. But like, I remember like this, like last week, like I found this new artist called, um, forget the person's name. Let me pull up, let me pull up my Spotify real quick. Um, this is not a sponsor. <laughs> um, what is it? What is it? Uh, her name is Jensen McRae and First of all, she's like, she's a black, she's a black sad girl. And I love that because I'm a black girl, sad girl. You know, like, I love that. But it was sad. Like, that album was sad. And I got, like, it kind of got the slump slumping a little bit last week. And then I remember, like, I literally told myself, like, stop fucking listening to this album. Like, yes, you love the lyrics. And yes, you love the beat and you love the guitar and everything. But, like, can we not do that? Cause like I saw this TikTok that was like sometimes you can like think of music as spells like honestly, and like, hey like if you listen to that too much like don't um so yeah that's like the one thing and I resonate with that and especially also calling your family I call my mom like maybe like twice a day, um just to annoy her um and that has like my new another thing that I've been saying a lot recently is like let me call my mom before I start fucking crying, and so true like it's so true let me call my mom before i start fucking crying uh because sometimes y'all be getting sometimes i'll be getting to that point um and like that's a really grounding call because like she won't even know that i'm sad but like just her energy is just she's just the best person ever so i don't know just calling her up and seeing what she's making literally gets me out of those little slumps very quick um, and grounds me to what's actually matters. So another thing that my friend said was watching my favorite movie, usually an animated childhood film. Yes. My comfort movie of all time and my favorite movie of all time is The Princess Diaries. Best movie ever created. It's the best movie ever created. And yeah, that's like the best movie ever created. That is a film, cinema, photography, everything album like soundtrack beautiful storyline beautiful great just good like good um i haven't watched it recently because i watch it too much um but not too much like i'm not saying i watch it so much when i'm sad i just sometimes i watch it when i'm happy you know or i don't have anything else to watch but yeah watching my favorite movie i i think that's good or watching a comfort film comfort tv show mine was is the mindy project so funny so funny. I know that I know we have our qualms with Mindy Kaling, but that girl, that woman is talented. That woman is talented. That woman is talented. I love a woman of color that can write a show. Quinta Quinta Brunson, love you. She deserved the Emmy. Okay. Like I love that. Like she deserves she deserved the Emmy. Okay. So that was. Yeah, that's kind of the episode for today. I haven't really gotten anything else from people, but I hope y'all have a beautiful rest of your day. I'm gonna, you know, catch up on work. It's Sunday. 
Sundays are my like chill kind of days, but I also have to do work, which stinks. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Sorry, I was reading a text. I know I will get out of this slump because I feel even better after even doing this episode, to be honest. This is going to be a good week because I said so. Am I right, ladies and other people and other folks? I don't know. Um, like I said, have a nice week, nice day. I love y'all for listening. And I'll see y'all when I see y'all. I don't know when I'm going to record the next episode, when I feel something in my heart of hearts. All right. Bye.